Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. It's yours truly, your morning man, the motivator, Jazzy G. I'd like to welcome you to another exciting, exciting episode of The Morning Coffee. Yes, indeed. And I'd like to thank all of the new listeners that come on to The Morning Coffee. I want to thank you for joining me. And just hit that like button and the follow button. Tell a friend to tell a friend. So you keep doing this again and again and again and again. Today, beloveds. Today, beloveds, I have a special guest. As we continue on with phenomenal, phenomenal women's week, I have a phenomenal woman here with me today. And this, as we close out phenomenal women week, because the whole month of March was women history month. So we're going to end it with a phenomenal woman. She's an author. She's a, she's an artist. She's an educator. She has a program that's a wonderful program. She's going to tell you all about it. It's called Finding Mona Lisa 313. And uh, she's been doing some wonderful things. I think she even ran for public office at, at one time. But she'll tell you all about it. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you the one and only Jocelyn Ring. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How you <laughs> I'm doing, doing good. Thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm just so excited and, and uh, appreciative that you're on this show today. And I want you to uh, let my uh, listeners, which I call my listeners, uh, my soul motivators, because here on the morning coffee, I consider the morning coffee the new MIT, where you get motivation, inspiration, and okay. transformation. So. Yeah, so it's about getting educated here. So you're the perfect guest, and, and, and you're you're from the world of art, and and I love that. So I want you to tell my soul motivators who exactly who you are, how you got started, and uh, you know where you're from and and where you're headed. Okay, so to all the soul motivators, um, I want to say what up though, because I'm from Detroit, Michigan, and that's how we greet each other. <laughs> <laughs> so what up though? Uh, my name is Jocelyn Rainey. I'm an educator. I'm an artist first and then an educator. Um, I'm a youth leader and uh, art activist and a youth activist. Um, I uh, Art is what drives all of the, these different avenues. If I wasn't an artist, I don't, I don't know if I would be as deep into these avenues as I am, but I'm a painter. I'm a black abstract expressionist. Um, and my artwork is about color. And if you want to see it and when you see it, just look at it and enjoy it. Um, it's no deep. Well, everything is deep, but <laughs> uh, true. But, from the naked eye just enjoy it just enjoy the colors the colors are uh, colors that represent our culture 
that represent us as a people. Um, they're bright, they're bold, they're intense. And uh, they jump out at you just like we do. Um, and they are, um, the colors are worth talking about. But uh, yes, at any rate, I uh, create paintings, um, assemblages. I take blue jeans and um, create these wonderful sculptures. And I can't say wonderful because God has blessed me to become an artist. And I am going to appreciate every piece that he allows me to do. Uh, yes, and yes. The, the artwork that I do is uh, for the culture, is to put out and let the culture uh, analyze it, interpret it, right. and uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. That's great. Now, now Jocelyn, um, I, I saw a TED Talk of yours, and you, you, I gave a TED Talk, I think, back in 2011, yeah. I believe. And uh, it was it was wonderful. Now, it was you were discussing your program, which is called Finding Mona Lisa 313. And I know that's a program where you had to take young inner city boys um, out of Detroit, Michigan, and, and traveled around the world. Um, give us a little background on that, like how that got started and, and, and what that whole TED Talk was okay, about. Okay, so I was um, in my second on my last semester of graduate school, um, I was going to school for my master's of fine arts. And somebody asked me, did I want to teach that they needed an art teacher um, at this alternative high school for boys. Um, I had never taught, but I knew art and I knew that art changed my life. So I felt like this was, you know, my time to give back to the community. And right. so I took the job and um, it was rough, you know, um, trying to get them to understand because they didn't have art or, you know, they hadn't had art in the school. And um, I came in in January of 98, 1998, and I had a ninth grade class and a 12th grade class. Uh -huh. Well, it was rough because 12th graders, they think they've graduated. It's January. <laughs> they like, don't start nothing new now. <laughs> we finished. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So um, we went through um, a rough patch, but um, I had never quit anything in my life. So I called uh, these, these 12th graders. I couldn't get them together. So I called their parents. Parents like you... Well, you look too young for them to respect you. So parents, it's like, what are you talking about? She's the teacher. So I just quit. I said, look, what y'all need is a new art teacher. I quit and I left. So everybody's calling me. They made the kids write, uh, made the students write apology letters. So what I did was I took that opportunity to, um, to deal with the structure of the school because... Um, right. they didn't need my class to graduate and they knew that you see and so right. what I told the principal he asked me to come back I told him he had to change the structure like my class has to be just as important as the English class and if exactly. if if it's not that then I'm, I'm not a babysitter you know 
So, and art is just as important as all of those classes. Actually, it helps you with those classes. Exactly. And so he uh, he changed it. He, that changed the structure of the school that the students had to pass every class to graduate. And so that's right. the only way I was coming back. So I, and, and when I quit, I was driving down the freeway. I was so mad that I, I, I was so mad that the parents didn't get it. I wasn't even that mad at the kids, you know. I was mad at the parents. <laughs> right, and yeah. so, but in my mind, yeah. I knew that I had to go back and finish what I started. But I was going to take a couple right. weeks off now. So, <laughs> so I used that to take a couple weeks <laughs> right, to get the school together, to make them understand that art was just that important, you know. And so um, I went back. And I, I had the kids doing replicas of Jacob Lawrence's, you know, Picasso's and Van Gogh's. And right. they ended up in the newspaper. They ended up in a newspaper article having a big show downtown at this large gallery, this, this large gallery wow. downtown. And the board that ran the school came down there and one woman that sat on the board, now this is what the president told me. He said, you can have anything for that art department that you want, anything. He said, this lady never gave us anything and she wrote us a $40,000 check and told us now you doing something. Yeah, that's wow. and, and that's wow. how important the arts are. And the kids still didn't understand why was people so excited about them doing this art. Yeah. Right. So, right. yeah. Um, I did, I did that for about 10 years, but then I started to think like all of these art, I'm teaching them art history. I'm teaching them about what society says and education says are the old masters, you know, of, of painting. And right. I decided like, why would my kids ever see these paintings in person? And would they ever, you know, visit the areas or the countries that these painters grew up in? You know what I'm saying? Or they could understand right. that culture. And then I just like right. woke up one day and said, I'm gonna take them to Paris. So I went in and asked them, did they want to go on a field trip? And they said, Yeah, anything to get out of school. And so I said, Okay, we're gonna <laughs> go to Paris. They said, We're going to Paris? I said, Yeah. So <laughs> um, it took a lot, you know, to because they were like the first in their family to go abroad, the first to get a passport, first, you know. Um, and so it was a lot of kids that wanted to go, but it was seven of us ended up going, five students, a male chaperone and myself, which is the perfect number, right? So we went right. over to Paris. When they saw the Mona Lisa, they didn't even believe it was real. They thought it was it was fake. They was like, that ain't the real Mona Lisa. Because it's so small, they didn't believe it. But I had to convince them, like, yeah. hey, we got on this plane, and we went all the way, you know, we flew all the way to Paris. Now, and I know you don't think we flew all the way here to see the fake Mona Lisa. Right. So yeah, see a replica, right. That's how I started it. Every year, uh, a separate uh, group of students went and that was my 11th grade art class and these were kids that um students that you know 
people wouldn't even take on field trips in the city, let alone, you know. Right. Yeah, but the the, exactly. the school they didn't want me to take them. They said that it would be a black eye on the school. Mm-hmm. It would be a black eye on Detroit. And I told them, you know, <laughs> it was spring break, and their parents said that we can go, so we going. They not missing school, you know. Right. But when we came back. They okay. still use that as one of their uh, advertisements for this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they did. <laughs> now, t- t- tell my soul motivated some of the places that that you travel uh, where you have taken your students around the world. So tell them some about some of those places that you travel. Besides, oh yes, Paris, so that, and that's how the name Finding Mona Lisa came about. Uh, and it is Finding Mona Lisa three one three, and three one three is the area code for Detroit. Detroit. So we've been to um, (laughs) France, Spain, um, Japan, China, Egypt, Cuba, Costa Rica, South Africa, Germany. I think that's it. That's great. That is great. And, And you know, the great thing about world travel, that's really if you want to get a great education, world travel is like the best thing to do. I I, I, I read an article of a family that that's what they did every summer. They traveled yeah. the world and and um, took you know with their kids and their kids had to you know I guess either write about the experience or talk about the experience in school or something like that. And and like these kids like was straight A students and everything and they were real vast because of their world travel. You know, and and that's excellent. You know, and and uh, let let the let the listeners know how you actually they what got you interested in the finance. Well, um, I I had an incident in life that you know shook me to my core. You know, mm-hmm. and so when I was um when I was able to get out of that situation. I started to dream that I was an artist. Like I asked God, why was I still on earth? And I started to dream that I was an artist. And somebody told me about an art school in Detroit that I never knew that we had an art college here. And it's like the number two or number one college back then in the country, undergrad. Mm. And so I went over there and told them that I dreamed that I was an artist. And they was looking at me like I was crazy. So they told me <laughs> they told me to go get a portfolio. And I asked them, where do you get a portfolio? They said, they asked me, did I have a portfolio? I said, no. They said, well, okay, you need a portfolio. So you can go to the art store, blah, blah, blah. So I went and bought a portfolio. And I came back to my meeting and they opened it up and put that in there. And they said, well, you got to have some drawings and you know, they start telling me different drawings. I was turned down four t- three times, but the fourth time that I went, the lady just asked me, she said, do you think you can graduate from here? I was like, yes, I'm telling you, lady. God told me I was supposed to be an artist. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in here. <laughs> and she, she figured out a way and got me in there. Well, when I got in there, I didn't understand that everybody in there was an artist. I thought once I got in there, they would right. teach me how to be an artist. But everybody in there was already mm. an artist. The students, the, the teachers, you know. And uh, right. I called my mother and told her that 
oh man, this that dream was wrong. And she said, no, the dream. Because <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, these professional artists over here. <laughs> and uh, she's like, no, the dream's not wrong. You just find you a teacher that and tell them, you know, how you got into school and, and ask them to help you, you know. And uh, if they real teachers, they'll, they'll, you know, extend that help. And so um, right. I was like the only, I was the only African-American in my class, only African-American woman in mm -hmm. the classes. Uh, and then I ended up in a class with an African-American woman teacher. I said, oh, that's the teacher I'm getting ready to go. Because she was familiar to me. Okay. And so when I went right. up and told her, I said, oh, you know, I got into school. But I don't know anything about art. But if you teach me, I'm like gonna be your best student, you know. And uh, she yeah, was, yeah. she had tears in her eyes. She said, "Cause when when the students come there, they don't want nobody to tell them anything. They think they know everything." But she took out the time. Her name is Gilda Snowden. She took out the time to teach me after school right. too. I used to go to her studio. She would teach me about supplies and, you know. She would teach me art history, just everything. Because I remember when I was in a class, right. the teacher asked, it was my first sculpture class, teacher asked, who are your favorite painters? People was like, Picasso, Van Gogh, this, that, that. And they came to me and I said, um, Miles Davis? Because I had just seen some paintings of his <laughs> on the <laughs> on television, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the students were like, Miles Davis is not a painter. And the teacher was like, yes, he is, you know. I, yes. No, so mm -hmm. I was yes, already with a different vibe up in there. Um, yeah, that's right. what I mean. I, after I started learning how to use those materials, and understood that I could just do my own thing, what I thought was art, and they made me feel like myself was uh, very important and worth right. worth the uh, conversation, you know. And so, yeah, and and. Cause and I, here we are now. <laughs> right, right, and, and I, I, I know like your pieces because I'm very familiar with your with your work and, and your pieces, and I've I've gone to a, a show of yours in Brooklyn yeah. before uh, at a, at an art gallery. I think that Daniel yeah. Simmons, Russell Simmons' brother, mm -hmm. had owned. Yeah, and um, uh, your your art is what is called abstract mm -hmm. art. Right. Yeah. So explain to my uh, soul motivators. They may know what abstract art is, but give them a little uh, insight of that feeling. What, what, how you created and why you created Like what, what, what brought on the abstract art? Well, the thing is that I see color all the time, no matter what, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's what motivates me to do my artwork. Abstract art is more about what you're feeling than right. what, like, okay, let me tell you the difference. The representational is you might see a figure. You might see a figure sitting there. You might see a figure uh, reading a book. Well, abstract, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make work to show you how it feels to read a book, how it feels to get right. that knowledge, okay. you know, what that type of feeling. And me feels like not anybody else or right. i might see um a sunrise right i always i always take pictures of sunrises and sunsets because they have so many beautiful right. yellows and 
oranges and you know different colors that I take pictures of that and take right. pictures of a lot of nature because that's where color that's where the original color comes from you know and so um me when I paint it's about how I'm feeling it can, and, and it doesn't have to always right. be joyous you know it doesn't always have to be a happy state but most of the time it is because painting right or creating sculpture makes me happy. Right, right. That's great. You know, I was watching a, a HBO special about yeah. art, black art, in particularly in uh, in mm -hmm. Harlem, where I'm from, and uh, they would talk about the um, Black Museum of Arts, which is mm -hmm. right there on 125th Street. And when I was watching that, I, I thought of you. <laughs> the whole time, I thought of you. And I was like, well, I, I got to have Jocelyn on my show to actually speak about, you know, the fine arts and, and African-Americans that don't really get the credit that they truly deserve in the fine arts. But we are the ones that really, like, the fine arts yeah. really come from us, you know? You know, if you look at the Africans and, 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 and their fine arts, it's like it, yeah. it was the message to the world, you know? But let my listeners know some of the things that's coming up with you, the things that you're getting involved with. I know that you're working on a, I believe you're working yeah. on a documentary, mm -hmm. right, about your program. And yeah. so let 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 the uh, soul motivators know um, that when is that going to be released or um, how to get in touch with you and and, well, and just all the yeah. things you So you could look us up, you could look me up on Facebook, of course, uh, Instagram. Um, it, the acronym for... Uh, Finding Mona Lisa 313 is FML 313 because it's also Finding Mandela's Legacy 313. Um, we went to South Africa. That that was the, the thing. Every country, we was finding something, you know. And so now we're, right. um, we have to go through all these. This, we have footage of eight years of footage, um, photography, testimony, and so now we're going to break those um, films down country by country and uh, create those documentaries. So that's going to take a minute. But we're trying to get out the first one uh, before the year is out. Yeah. Okay. It's just that, you know, that's, that's I mean, great. I'm an artist. I need to sit down, take, take the time to do it. Uh, it's just that life is, you know, <laughs> how life is right now is... is, is it's uh yeah it's weird but you know this covid thing that's the time for you to create and to get your you know get your mind yes. right yes um and sit down with yourself and understand yourself you know that's what this time is for it's always a time to rest right. and this is that time right know? right yeah, I can I can imagine what you're coming up with now with all this COVID and vaccines and the the climate, the different you know the difference in the climates now. I could just imagine what Man, you got cooked got so up. Much but I, yeah, I can't so even walk around. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, <laughs> but I I truly appreciate you being uh, a guest here on on the morning coffee on phenomenal women's week and i mean you uh actually i i couldn't have a better guest to actually 
um, in Phenomenal Women's Week with the month of March of Women's History Month. And uh, today is a Wednesday. And usually each of my days have a, have a, uh, have a, have a particular name of a day. So today uh, we're going to call this uh, uh, Work It Out <laughs> Wednesday. So today is a, on this Work It Out Wednesday because it's a day of expression and art, and art is about expression and 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 perseverance, and and you're truly a model of that of perseverance. And I remember when you ran for, I believe you ran for office. Yeah, I time, ran for city right? council. It was off a, of, it was off a of bit, but I came in top hey, city council. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying that's the that's the type of courage yeah. you have. And that's so enlightening. And I know your students must resonate from that and, and, and the, the see that, you know, say, you know, Mrs. Rennie, I see her running for, for office and she's doing this and doing that. That got to be very enlightening, especially, you know, for African-American children when they don't really see their heroes. They try to find heroes on the street yeah. corner. But when there's someone like you who truly make a difference, you know, that's truly that phenomenal woman that truly really enlightens a, a, a child and, and put a spark in them, you know? So I, I truly applaud you for being who you are and, and, and stay brave. And again, I want to thank you for coming on the morning coffee and taking out your busy schedule and your busy time. Cause I know educators are very busy, especially with, you know, you got everything <laughs> remote now and oh, it's man. kind of crazy. But, uh, let but, me say this. Art saves lives. And always, always work to make your dreams a reality. Always. Yes. No matter what you want to do in this life, just do it. Just do it. Yes. And stay yes. away from dream yes. killers. <laughs> <Don't> exactly. <tell. laughs> I say that you all the time. You gotta stay away from show. them dream killers. <laughs> I know you have like a line that you say about art all the time. I know you just said art saves life, but it's something that you always say. What, what, what is that you say? And I think it's like resonate with your students. Uh, what is that? What is that line you have? I don't know. That's art? it. That's all I say. Oh, it's something you say. It always had me going. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. You know, <laughs> I be telling it's, them it's, so it's, much. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they can tell you. But yeah. anyway, my students, they still contact me, keep in touch with me. They have yeah. children and they went off to college, some of them. They have businesses, but they let me know, you know, they always let me know when they succeed in something. And I really, I really appreciate that. That's great. And that, I know that's that's what it's all for right, right. there. So yes. check out, yeah. tell your listeners again, to check out that TED talk is uh Oh, yes, Rainey. yes, go on YouTube. Yes, yes, go on YouTube and, and just type in Jocelyn Rainey and uh, Ted Talk. I think it was TEDx yep. Detroit or something, right? TEDx Detroit, right. And Jocelyn Rainey and check it out. It is it is magnificent and you will see a, a phenomenal woman in action and um, you will really appreciate it and, and she's definitely a soul motivator. So Jocelyn, I truly thank you again and I'm very appreciative of you taking our time and coming on the morning coffee. Thank you so and, much. Uh, uh, yeah, give me right. quite my love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What up for New York? Yeah. You know I love New York. <laughs> <laughs>
And you know I love Detroit. <laughs> All right. You are listening to Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7. The station with heart on iHeart. Powered by Raven International. And I'm back, beloveds. Once again, I'd like to thank Miss Jocelyn Rainey for being a phenomenal woman on the morning coffee today. And uh, it was such a treat to have her on here speaking to you from an artistic standpoint on the morning coffee. And uh, truly phenomenal. And again, I, I truly have to thank her and, and all my phenomenal women guests that's been on uh, the morning coffee for the month of March. So, beloveds, I want to thank you again for joining me on the morning coffee on this Work It Out Wednesday as I had the guests on here that really made things happen. So let's do our daily affirmations, do our deep breathing so we can clear our mind, our body, and our spirits. And so we can take on the day and truly work out our Wednesday. So let's breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Breathe out. Extend it, extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Breathe out. Extend it, extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Breathe out. Extend it, extend it, extend it, extend it. Today, on this Work It Out Wednesday, today is the day that I get the job done. No matter what obstacles are in my way, no matter what problem may arise, today is the day that I let my imagination run wild. And I am the victor. No longer will I be the victim. But today, I am victorious. I keep my mind and my heart open to new things and new experiences. Today is the day that I take leadership and ownership for myself. Today is the day that I rise above. Today is the day that I overcome all obstacles and look to the most high to work with me, roll with me as I walk with God. As I walk with God, I too, I too will walk with greatness. Today is the day that I walk with greatness. Today is the day that I walk with greatness. That's your affirmations for the day, beloveds. Take that with you to work, school, or play. Remember, I love each and every one of you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. I have a blessed, blessed work it out Wednesday. And, uh, and, and have a, a, a blessed, blessed new day of Women History Month. And it's been a blast for me. And uh, tomorrow's April Fool's, so we're going to have some fun. <laughs> but I'm not going to fool anybody. I'm out here to, to do the right this day. Y'all stay blessed. Peace.